0: This episode of the Fight Talk podcast is brought to you in part by Vacated Title. Vacated Title is an elite design and lifestyle brand for wrestlers, promotions, and wrestling fans. VacatedTitle.com will be launching soon, and check out VacatedTitle on Twitter for the latest updates. The Fight Talk podcast is also brought to you in part by WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is back with their WrestleRumble WrestleMania Pick'em Contest. And you already know what I'm going to say. Go over to WrestleRumble.com right now and make sure you're following them at WrestleRumble on Twitter for your chance to win their Wrestlemania Pick'em Contest. Check out these prizes. First place, $500 cash and two tickets to SummerSlam. Second place, $200 cash and two lower level tickets to Money in the Bank. Third place is the same as second place, $200 cash and two lower level tickets to Money in the Bank. Fourth through tenth, get fifty dollars cash. That's 5-0. dollars cash. Go to wrestlerumble.com right now. Place your entries. If you like playing contests, you like fantasy booking, you like thinking about pro wrestling, who's gonna win, who's gonna lose. You're constantly sitting there, just like me, on the couch, going, "I bet you this would happen, and I bet you that would happen. I bet you this, I bet you that." And you're telling your friends, you're telling everyone who listen, you're on Twitter, tweeting it out. You're letting your thoughts be known. Well, guess what? You can win money to do that at WrestleRumble.com. Check it out. WrestleRumble.com, Wrestlemania, Pick'em Contest, and follow them at WrestleRumble on Twitter for your chance to go to SummerSlam and Money in the Bank. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fight Talk. This is Steven Jensen. Today's episode of Fight Talk is going to be dedicated to my grandfather, Don Jensen, who passed away this past Friday on St. Patrick's Day. So this episode is dedicated to to Don Jensen, my late grandpa, Uh, rest in peace. So I wanted to get that out there. And today my guest is, once again, Zach Epstein. You heard him on, I think it was the last episode that I did, I think the last available episode was me and you also. So check that out if you haven't already. But me and Zach are here today to talk a whole bunch of stuff, a lot of WWE, a little New Japan, and some recent news regarding Paige. I bet you know what I'm already talking about. But first of all, how you doing today, man?
1: I'm doing all right. Just just had a relaxing day, man. How about yourself?
0: Doing good. And I know you've had a relaxing day cuz we've been sitting around for most of the day together and we actually just watched the semifinals of the new Japan Cup and we watched the first round, I guess it was last week, last weekend. So we're going to talk about that first, and then we're going to get into some other news. Like I said, we're going to talk about Paige. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff leading into WrestleMania and TakeOver Orlando. Uh, so first, New, J- New Japan Cup. Uh, anyone who doesn't watch New Japan or follow New Japan, they're running a tournament right now. You can watch it on New Japan World. I pay whatever it is. It's like $9, around $10, something like that, U.S. They charge it in yen, but it comes out of my account, around 10 bucks a month, something like that. Very similar to the WWE Network, and I love it. I watch it all the time. Uh, I actually watch it after Raw pretty often so I can watch some actual wrestling, as crazy as that sounds. And last week, me and Zach watched Tamahiro Ishii versus Kenny Omega, and that match was awesome. What did, you want to talk about that real quick, man?
1: Yeah, no, that was that was a great match. I mean, Kenny Omega, I don't think I've seen him do anything bad in any of the matches that i've seen of his he's just amazing at what he does and and ishi um going into it like i've only seen just a couple of it because i'm just still new to the new japan world that match last week just opened my i mean it was it was great just really going in you thought omega was going to get the win but then ishi came back that brain buster is he sells that just perfectly it's it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I like that match a lot, man. That was, if that's not a five star match, that's about as close as you can get. I mean, this, you know, it's objective rating matches to begin with, but I think that that was a great match. It's as good as any match I've seen in a while, aside from maybe Omega and Okada, which was one of the best matches of all time. So, Ishii won that match, and today we watched uh what happened last night or this morning, depending on how you're looking at it, uh, the middle of the night, central time. Uh, for us here in, in Nashville, Tennessee, where we were watching it. But we watched Ishii versus Shibata. I watched it this morning with Zach, and that was another great match. Every time the two of these guys have a match, it's absolutely phenomenal. And it's strong style at its finest. I mean, just two guys who look like they're beating the holy hell out of each other. And it's setting up a good match between Bad Luck Falle and Shibata in the finals. I like that finals matchup between Fale and Shibata. Uh, you got any thoughts on the Ishii versus Shibata match that we watched this morning?
1: I mean, yeah, just like you said, like strong style out, it's fine. It's just, I think there was a solid three minutes in that match where they just were trading forearms to the head. like, And it wasn't, they're not slapping their thighs, getting a loud thud. It's just straight forearm to cheekbone for a straight three, four minutes in it. Like I'm, there, you see them getting physically tired, not able to go on, and it's just, you could watch that. Like you, you hear people say like "fight forever" in some of the WWE matches. I would, I would watch two of them just
0: do that for a whole thirty minute Iron Man match.
1: But anything stick out
0: to you, man? Well, I mean, I thought it was a great match. I've seen these guys wrestle before, and so I, that's the kind of match I was expecting. And for anybody who's listening to this today, I'm recording this on. Sunday the 19th. So tonight around 2 or 3 a.m. Central Time the finals of this will be happening which like I said is Shibata versus Bad Luck Fall A. So if you don't catch it when it airs if you hear this afterwards go on New Japan World and check it out because it's definitely worth your time if you're a wrestling fan and moving on so This is really the big news that's happened this weekend. Uh, this happened on St. Patrick's Day at least that's when it started page got hacked and there's a whole lot we can talk about here for anyone who doesn't know what happened i'm trying to walk a line here of being like drawing more attention to like a negative subject and just getting like real thoughts out there because i mean it's out there what happened if if you're a wrestling fan and you don't know at this point you i don't know how you could have possibly missed this but essentially a bunch of naked pictures of Paige got out there, as well as videos, and in some of these videos, there were WWE superstars, past and present, involved in these videos. So, the first question I have, and I'm, I'm gonna talk about this assuming as if you've either seen these pictures and videos, or you know of these pictures and videos already. If you don't, I guess you can check them out if you wanna hear this. If not, this might not make a lot of sense, but it is what it is. My first question I got for you, Zach, Will Paige get fired? Do you think from the WWE?
1: After the the first release of pictures and videos, I really i I wasn't sure because I didn't think that they could fire her based on some just asshole hacking her account and getting all of her stuff and her naked pictures and everything else out there. But then after the second release of pictures, there was a a second wave. I guess you can call them. I think it would they're gonna have a hard time not firing her over what was seen.
0: Yeah. So me and Zach were talking about this yesterday and I was he had he had brought up that point I that he thought that she wouldn't get fired based on what he had seen and heard up to that point. And then I was like, Well, I think she's gonna definitely get fired now. Did you hear about the most recent picture that's come out and it involves the NXT women's divas championship, whatever you call it. In NXT, I mean, the title that she held, the physical title is being, you figure out whatever word you want to say about it, but there's been a lot of champions since then who have put their mouth on that belt, and kids and stuff, I'm sure, that have like held that belt and done this, and so... It's a really bad look for the WWE, especially being a PG company. I think she would have probably been okay had that picture not gotten out where, like, their championship belt is featured. And it's kind of like, you know, people are talking a double standard with, you know, Seth Rollins had, you know, naked pictures come out on the internet a few years ago. And he didn't really have any kind of consequences for him. And, but... It also didn't involve the WWE in any way, shape, or form, other than he was employed by the WWE. The the pictures didn't have to do with the WWE or anyone else in the WWE at the time. So I think Paige is definitely going to get fired. Uh, The next question is, does Xavier Woods get fired? Because he was a part of some of these videos and pictures that have come out. And on top of that, does he get fired? And do you think The New Day still hosts WrestleMania this year?
1: I think... I don't I don't think Woods will get fired. I think he's just gonna get taken off T V for a little bit. There he's gonna get played to the back like Sucks that it came at the end of this huge push that he had. But I mean he was he was relevant for a good long while. He's got up up down down that I guess he can still fall back on and if he needs to take time off from WWE.
0: Yeah, up up down down. Paige was just on that. Oh gosh.
1: That's that's some timing.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people making that joke. That's obviously uh-huh. a joke. Page was up up down down. <laughs> I mean I stole that from people on the internet are saying that. That's, that's not my joke, but it is funny.
1: Uh but yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think there's gonna that he's gonna get fired just because he was a part of the sex act. I don't I don't think he could get fired for that.
0: All right, well, we'll just yeah. move on from that. I mean, I don't know if he gets fired. I I I think there's a good chance he will, but I think there's an even better chance that he just gets taken off TV for a little while, uh, like you said, until kind of the heat isn't so hot. Similar to the Hogan thing, I guess, but the Hogan thing is a bit different because he actually got banned from the company and fired and stuff, but I think he'll be back at some point in the near future also. I mean, everything eventually settles, but with Paige especially, I mean between her pretty much like trying to get fired by the WWE in the past and like Del Rio leaving how he did and her wanting to leave also. And I mean, she clearly like doesn't want to be there. And I think this is probably the best thing to happen for everybody from the sense of Paige being able to leave the WWE, if that's what she really wanted to do. Obviously not from the sense of like the humiliation that I'm sure she's dealing with. I mean, that sucks, but it just, like I said, it just is what it is, and we'll see what happens from here, but do not be surprised if more pictures and videos and possibly more WWE superstars, past and present, might start showing up on these things, and WWE might have a sticky situation on their hands. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Also worth noting, WWE and The Rock are like currently filming a movie about her life, pretty much. Like That's why The Rock was there. Uh, a couple weeks ago on Raw, after Raw, they're doing this whole movie about Paige's family, and she isn't featured on it, I don't think, but it's she has like this really interesting family history in the wrestling business, and I have no idea what's going to happen with that now, so really, really interesting, and uh, that's that. So moving on, I'm just going to go through some topics for the WWE and NXT. Kind of random, a little formulated. We'll see where this goes. First topic I've got, is in the world of NXT. We now know Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode will be the NXT Championship match, the main event of TakeOver Orlando. I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, but I'm really pumped up, so that's why I'm gonna say it again. Me and Zach will be there live in Orlando, Florida. Anyone who's gonna be down there, hit me up, let me know on Twitter. If you got me on Facebook or, you know, you got my number or whatever, just let me know. We're gonna be down there from Friday night before uh, TakeOver. So Friday night, we'll get there, and then we'll be at TakeOver Saturday night. We'll be at WrestleMania Sunday night, Raw on Monday night, and then we'll be leaving Tuesday morning to head back to Nashville. So I won't be there Tuesday night for SmackDown, but I'll be watching it when we get back. So that will be said, TakeOver Orlando, really, really pumped for this show. Cassius Ono, what's he going to do? We'll talk about that in a second. Nakamura versus Bobby Roode, who got in this one, man? I mean, we're going to do official predictions probably leading up to the show, but just in case we don't, we'll get some early predictions right now just for this. Nakamura versus Rude, how do you see this going down?
1: I mean, it's going to be a great match, regardless of what happens at the end of the match. This is going to be quite possibly match of the weekend. I really think I would like to see Nakamura win, but I also want to see Nakamura up on the main roster, and they haven't really done a... Crossover champion since like Kevin Owens came up as the NXT champion right so I think they're just gonna leave the title on Rude great match Rude will end up winning it with that glorious DDT um and then fingers crossed Nakamura surprise shows up at Mania or Raw the following night uh what about you man anything you want
0: It's it's hard to say because there's a lot of ways they can go with it. Like one way that I think less people would expect that I think would work really well would be if they did cross that over, like you said, how they did with Kevin Owens. They could market Nakamura as the first ever three time NXT champion coming up, and then maybe they can do a third match between Rude and Nakamura, like you know, sometime during the NXT tapings to get the belt off Nakamura at some point, or they could just do a tournament, and that gives a chance to guys like Bobby Roode to get the belt back, Cassius Ono get back in the mix, maybe guys like Eric Young, if Ty is still there. So it might give people a lot of opportunity to become the champion. But I also really like the idea of Roode being like a long-term Ric Flair type champion. He reminds me a lot of Ric Flair in a lot of different ways. And I wouldn't mind, I, I wanna see a long-term NXT champion again. I really liked when we had long reigns from guys like Neville and Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, so, I like when they have long title reigns because I think it makes the titles more valuable. But, NXT is the place to be. Everyone knows that. So, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm, I'm pretty 50-50 on it. I, I'm leaning towards Rude because I think it makes more sense keep the title on him. Nakamura can go up without them having to do anything else. But, I don't know. And then, as far as Cassius Ono goes, I don't know who he's going to wrestle. But, whoever wrestles, it's going to be a great match because he's... Really incapable of having a bad match. You have any idea who he might go up against? Just kind of off the top of your head.
1: Um, I I really I I don't just right off the bat. I'm I'm not sure who he could face because I mean he's just so new just in there and everybody that I could think of. They're bigger name guys that Cassie Sono would be good to go up against. Um, they're already in feuds and rivalries with other people that are set up for the coming weeks or at TakeOver already. One person I would like to see him face, I guess, would be is to get into a match with Eric Young, just sort of, because him versus Ty Dillinger sort of just been overworked and get Ty up on the main roster just because seeing him at Rumble wasn't enough. I want to see him up in the main roster now. But yeah, so I think I would like to see Eric Young would be my best guess of who he'd
0: who'd face. He'd be my best guess also from the sense of him being, you know, you try to think of who the main heels on the show are, and Eric Young and Sanity are being featured a lot in NXT. I was also thinking, you know, maybe like Sienna Almas, someone like that. I mean, just... He's facing Roderick Strong. Are they for sure going to do that as the takeover? Oh no, that's next week. I know that. Because that's the thing is, like, you got to think of who it's going to be. It's going to, who's going to have a really good match with him, but then Ono is probably going to win against. So I don't know. I, I, I like a lot of, there's a lot. I mean, whoever they put him up against is going to be fine. But I also don't read NXT spoilers, so I don't know where they're heading with this, and some people probably already do. But we'll see. Next topic I got Mick Foley. I thought for sure he was going to fire himself on Monday. I kind of wish that would have happened. But he did put on the best performance he's put on since he's been back. And I'm not mad about that. You have anything to say about that, man, I mean, he showed some life finally.
1: Yeah, it was good to see him. I mean, he was getting some good like fierceness behind, in his voice. Didn't see that since when he was just really yelling at Sami Zayn to not go up against, go up against Braun Strowman. But yeah, I mean, I, I was right there with you, watching on Monday night, and I definitely could have seen him just firing himself because it really was the only thing that made sense, and then him, flipping it on Stephanie, which, obviously, he can't do. It was un- it was unexpected. I didn't I did not see that coming at all. I don't know. There needs to be, something like else like, going on with this GM position. Like it's just sort of. It's gone a little stale, they need to throw some new life into it, um, whether that means a change up at GM or just keeps it the same, but does some sort of weird twist, something needs to needs to go with Mick Foley right now.
0: Yeah, and I think if he is gone as GM sooner than later, I like the idea of sting coming back. I think that that makes all the sense in the world and A topic that we can go a little bit farther on with that, and we're going to mention all these people probably the rest of this podcast as well, but I think that with AJ Styles getting quote-unquote fired from SmackDown, I think that's leaving the door open that we might possibly see some roster changes after WrestleMania, maybe switch up a couple people from Raw and SmackDown. I, for one, we could talk way more in depth about this on future podcasts, but I, for one, I think this would be the move. I think they should get AJ onto Raw, And get roman onto smackdown and if they could do that and roman's a heel and it's going to transition right into my next topic but i i like that idea a whole lot and that's like i said we're going to talk about this undertaker versus roman reigns is official for wrestlemania and if roman reigns ends this match he beats undertaker with the spear one two three but he's getting booed at the end of the match, and he is a full-fledged heel at the end of the match, Mm -hmm. I am all for it. And especially if they can get him onto SmackDown as a heel, if they can get Styles over onto Raw. But, like I said, that's a whole other topic for another podcast, but heel Roman Reigns, I think, is a great option. And now the reason I think they need to get him off of Raw, though, if they're going to do it, if they're going to make him a full-on heel, is because... You're going to have Lesnar as the U.S. champion, most likely. Unless it's Goldberg. If Goldberg retains universal. in the... Universal champion. What did I say? U.S.? U.S. Um, that'll be Kevin Owens at the end of WrestleMania, I think. But I think that that if Lesnar's the universal champion and we have a heel Roman Reigns, they're not going to cross paths. Like, and I think the WWE likes to keep Roman Reigns as like a world title level type guy, so I think that that would be a good move. Even if, even if you stay it on Raw, I still like the move. But who do you think? Do you think Undertaker's going to beat Roman Reigns? Do you think Roman Reigns is going to win this one? you got any <clears> thoughts <throat> on this match now, it's, now that it's 100% official for WrestleMania?
1: I mean, now that it's 100% official, um, I mean, it's always hard to go against Taker at Mania. I mean, how can you bet against the... Well, I guess you could bet against the streak. But, yeah, like, Roman, he... He needs to, like you said, he needs to go heal. Just because everyone's tired of him seeing, everyone's tired of seeing him just constantly trying to just ham it up with the crowd, just be be the jolly old guy, and just and beat everyone that you see, no matter how stacked the odds are against him. And it gets a little tiring after a while. I mean, I know I'm not the only one that thinks that. Obviously, um, it would be a shame to see Taker lose. But, um, I mean, hopefully he doesn't just do the pay-per-views. He shows up a lot more, or not a lot more, but at least more often than once a year. But, yeah, I mean, I think it'll, I think it'll be a good match. I, I mean, I hope it's a good match just because Roman nor- normally needs a good worker in the ring to do it and Undertaker, at an elevated age. Who knows how good they're going to work together in the ring. So I think I think it could be a good match. And um, and yeah, I'll, I'll pull for that Roman heel turn as much as possible.
0: Now one thing that I think needs to be mentioned about this match as well and this feud, in Sam Roberts, I'll give credit to him for pointing this out from Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. I listen to him every Wednesday or Thursday. I think it's Wednesday. He changes it depending. But he brought up a great point that This is the first time I can remember in in a while that the Undertaker is calling out Roman. Like, Roman didn't call out the Undertaker for this match. Undertaker's calling out Roman for this match. Like, he's calling him out, basically, to say, like, it's still his yard, no matter what Roman Reigns is saying. And I think it's an interesting dynamic. I really think Roman's going to win. And if he doesn't... If Roman doesn't win, I think he'll still be a babyface, and it's going to be, like, just kind of the wrong move. I think if he turns heel and wins, I like that, because there's just so much more they can do, and that's what the fans want. So we'll see. And, And the big debate, obviously, is, well, if Roman Reigns goes heel, does he all of a sudden become the cool heel, and then people start cheering him? And that's what the WWE doesn't want to happen. But if it happens, it happens. Like, let it happen organically. If the guy becomes a heel and you start matching him up against baby faces and he's getting the baby face reaction, and then just flip him back. Just say, I told you so, and that's that. Another match that's official. We just uh brought it up briefly. AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. I'd personally probably like to see AJ against another one of like the top guys in the world, but Shane always brings it. It's always it's gonna be entertaining. I mean it's gonna be a great match. AJ could wrestle anybody. Shane, like I said, I mean He's crazy. He's going to do something nuts, I'm sure. Do you like this matchup, Zach?
1: I do. I, I think it'll be quite entertaining. I mean, anything <clears throat> anything AJ does is going to be worth watching, and you know something big's going to happen. Not saying that Shane is only good for doing one big piece of action to catch your eye, but, um, I mean, I know he can work in the ring as well because he's been doing it for so long as well. Um but yeah, I think it'll be good. I think they might need it or they will add like some sort of stipulation, maybe going back to a uh roster move uh where they'll add like if AJ wins, he gets to decide what he what his future holds and otherwise it's in Shane's hands or he's not allowed back on SmackDown, blah blah yada. But yeah, I think it can definitely be a great a great match, but I would definitely like to see him like why not bring Nakamura up I believe you've mentioned that before just just be like yeah Shane can't can't go so meet my friend Shinsuke Nakamura and then go have an amazing match
0: yeah I like that idea a lot another match that we know is official for WrestleMania Austin Aries versus Neville I think this one could steal the show I've said that before I think this is gonna be a big breakthrough moment for the Cruiserweights this match is gonna be huge for that whole division Austin Aries won a five-man elimination match on this past week's 205 Live to get this opportunity. We've talked about it a little bit before. Uh, Neville versus Austin Aries, thumbs up, thumbs down.
1: Giving it a thumbs up and that five-man elimination match on 205 Live was big thumbs up to spots in that match were really good. Everyone got in there, piece of action, so that was real good, I liked it.
0: I like it too. We're gonna talk more about that match the closer we get to WrestleMania, but wanted to give the shout out to Austin Aries for that because that's a big match at a big stage, and it'll be his WrestleMania debut. I like it a lot. Speaking of WrestleMania, continuing on, Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Do they have an actual match at WrestleMania, do you think? Because they're kind of kind of like said that they are, but kind of said that they aren't. And we just know there's going to be some sort of confrontation. What do you think we're going to get between Rollins and Triple H?
1: What we saw on Monday, it looks that Seth can go. He should be able to go and have a match. Whether that happens is unclear, because they keep using the word confrontation, which is dumb. But yeah, I would love to see a match. I mean, seeing Triple H in the ring again would be great. It's always fun to see him and Seth Rollins back in action. You gotta see it. And then hopefully, it could just be like, add another stipulation to it. Like, hopefully, Seth will get rid of the pedigree, or. Something along those lines, because I want to see him get some originality back, because that curb stomp he he had that they banned was fantastic.
0: I mean, I don't mind him using the pedigree. I like that move, but I also see what you're saying. Like It is cool to have your own thing, and another guy who does his own thing all the time, a guy that we've missed a lot, Finn Balor. Don't know if he's coming back or not for WrestleMania, but he seems to be uninjured. He's having house show matches, and I'm going to kind of ask this as a bigger question and a bigger scenario. So we don't know if Finn Balor is going to be back in time for WrestleMania. I'd assume he's going to be back for Raw the night after at the very latest. And my next question was going to be, who does Samoa Joe wrestle at WrestleMania? I thought maybe Sami Zayn. But I, we've already seen it, and maybe Zayn is going to be involved in something else, but he better be involved in, in something special because he's too good not to be. Same thing with like Braun Strowman. We don't know what he's doing. These guys all might just wind up in like, the Andre Battle Royal or something. I hope that's not the case. I hope they figure something out to do with these guys. But if Samoa Joe has a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, which I think he should, and if Finn Balor is ready to go, I know we've seen it in NXT a handful of times, but we haven't seen it on the big stage in the WWE, and we definitely haven't seen it at WrestleMania. I'm thinking maybe Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor, because I can't think of... Or maybe Samoa Joe vs. Braun Strowman. That's a possibility as well, I guess.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I definitely would like to see Balor back. I mean, I know everybody's missed him. He was given such a huge push. I mean, he beat Roman Reigns clean his first night in Raw pretty much, and how many people can even say that they've beaten Roman Reigns clean, which shows you how much they wanted him to not get buckle-bombed by Seth Rollins. But yeah, then with the I would love to see him face the Mojo. They put on some amazing matches and them at WrestleMania would be epic. Like that would that would be a great match to see live, especially being there.
0: I agree. And the last match we're gonna talk about is a match that was announced this past Monday. It's official. The tag team title match on Raw is going to be a three way match between Cesaro and Sheamus, the club who are the champions, and Enzo and Big Cass. I like that these participants are going to be featured on WrestleMania. They all deserve to be a part of the show. I guess my early prediction is the club retaining. I guess I'll I'll make maybe a better judgment or a different call when I do my official predictions next week. I don't know. I'm leaning towards the club right now. I hope it's a good match. Uh, it should be, especially with the guy like Cesaro in there who could do literally anything. You got any thoughts on this tag team match?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess... I mean, I can definitely see them retaining the titles, depending on if they lose it or not before them to one of the two teams or something, because you could see that happening on Raw one night. But I would like to see Enzo and Cass get the belts, just because you always hear them say that they, they're they so over they don't need a belt To really get over but I mean I sort of like hate that cop out like why not just put a belt on him like just give it to him Um, but yeah I I mean I think it'll put on be a great match regardless of the outcome so I'm looking forward to it.
0: Alright and that leads me to my last question for you about Wrestlemania what match do you think closes Wrestlemania like the real main event the last match the last thing that people see when the show ends what match do you think it is?
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, the um, obvious
0: choice is Leicester and Goldberg. Yeah. But, but I don't know if that is really the best one to close it out. Like, let me, let me re-ask this question. If it isn't Leicester versus Goldberg, what closes WrestleMania?
1: If it's not them, then it's got to be Orton versus Bray. Um, I mean, that'll, that'll be a great match. Hopefully, Bray gets a win at WrestleMania against Orton. I don't think it would happen just because of the way that Orton is viewed in the company and how he fares at Wrestlemania. I'm sure there's a stat backing him up that he's got a pretty good record. Um, But yeah, I think if it's not Lesnar raising the belt at the end of the show, then it's gotta be Bray on his knees, arms open, holding the belt with the uh, Fireflies behind.
0: I don't know. I, I don't... Dislike that idea because it is for the WWE Championship. I don't know if that's the... I don't know. It's really hard to say. I'm kind of looking through the card now. It depends on the scenarios, too. Like, I think if they turn Roman heel, in the last thing that happens that we see at WrestleMania is Roman standing over the Undertaker and people just booing their lungs out. But, like, for the right reasons, I would love that. Because then it leads right into Raw the next night, where it's like, "Oh my God, we're finally in this world where Roman Reigns is a fucking heel. It's finally happening. Let's see. What, let's see where this goes." But if they're gonna have a match, I'd prefer if it was Seth Rollins versus Triple H, probably over any other match, because you know if the two of them are healthy, they're gonna deliver an awesome match. Like Seth Rollins is gonna go all out, and Triple H is Triple H is one of the best of all time for good reason. So. I'd probably like to see that. And now I'm going to do a quick segment called The Bad and the Good. And it's a really quick one. I've never done it before. And it's going to be really short. So, The Bad. TNA Wrestling is now Impact Wrestling and it's still really bad. So there's that. Anybody who's a fan of Impact Wrestling, I'm so sorry. Um, I try myself. And they kind of rebranded, relaunched this company called Anthem now has taken over yeah. Dixie Carter is no longer involved and they got rid of the Hardys, which was like the worst move ever. Cause they were the only thing that was like really, really over on their show. Uh, they brought back some old faces and some new people. And all they did pretty much the entire first episode was talk about people who used to work there. So it's like them talking about, Hey, this is the place AJ Styles used to be. And it's like, cool. Where is he now? Cause I'm going to turn that on. You know, this is where Sting once was. And it's like, yeah, but he won't ever mention that shit. You know what I mean? He never talks about how he was in TNA or, you know, Ric Flair was once here. Yeah. And he always made fun of your company. Like, and so many other people, Samoa Joe, Eric Young, they're like, mentioned Bobby Roode, like mentioning all these guys who are either current or former WWE stars that they at one point had. And it's like, how about not talking about any of that and building up the stars you do have, or the people you want to become stars, I should say, because there's not a lot of stars there at the moment. The Good, Southpaw Regional Wrestling. You can find that on YouTube, and I think it's absolutely hilarious. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out. It's supposed to be funny, and it is funny. I really like it. It's funnier than anything I've probably seen on the network. I thought it was great. Um, Something else that needs to be mentioned, I'll say as part of The Good, John Cena on Instagram, yesterday, posted a random picture of Jay Lethal. What does that mean? I don't know, but NXT could definitely use him, especially if guys like Nakamura are gonna be gone. Jay Lethal's a great guy that can plug in there, who's a long-time veteran, can go immediately. So I like that. And also keep in mind, you know, this doesn't mean anything. John Cena has done this with Kenny Omega before, and Omega didn't get signed, but he also did it with AJ Styles right before AJ Styles showed up. So we'll see what happens there. Zach, what are your thoughts on Southpaw, real quick, before we get out of here?
1: That was amazing, like, I really, I saw the promos for it, watching Raw and everything else, and I really didn't know what to think about it, but when it came out, and it was, it really was, like, some of the best, like, 24 minutes of wrestling that you really could watch, because, oh, I don't even know how to even describe it, like, it just was, it was... It's entertaining. Yeah, it's that, entertaining. that's exactly what it is. It, it was way too funny. The the sketches in there were too great. All the current wrestlers doing everything else was I I'd, I'd watch it again. I'll probably watch it again before I fall asleep tonight. So, there you have it.
0: The ironic thing is they're trying to be funny, but they do pro wrestling better than like Raw and SmackDown do. Like that was like what pro wrestling should look like, but they just do it in a really corny, like outdated comedic way, but that all being said, I'm about ready to get out of here. You got anything you want to say before we leave? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, I know you don't usually do the Twitter, like Facebook thing, but anything you want to say before we get out of here and I plug all this stuff I got to plug?
1: Uh, no, we're good, man. Go right ahead.
0: All right. So I'll plug the stuff I got to plug. Check me out and follow me on Twitter at Talk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. I have a contest running on there right now that'll run until Tuesday night for some free UFC posters, so jump on there. All you gotta do is retweet and you can win some UFC fight posters. And if you hear this after that contest is up, I do these contests all the time, so just keep your eyes on it. Make sure you're following me because that way you'll see these contests as they pop up. You can also check out my Facebook page. It's a fan page, I guess is what you call them. You just search Fight Talk and... You can actually also search, I think, at Fight Talk Podcast on there, and it should pull up, and I keep everything up to date on there as well. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Podomatic. Please rate and comment on iTunes as well. It helps the podcast out a lot. It really does. I know I say it all the time, but it is the truth. You can also check out my merchandise, Fight Talk Podcast gear, at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. Dot .net, got t-shirts, got hoodies, got tank tops, stuff for guys, stuff for girls, stuff for children, all ages, bunch of different colors, whatamaneuver.net, and they still haven't given me anything formal to say for their company yet, they're great guys, I'm looking forward to meeting them in Orlando, but heroes and legends, uh, collectible figures, they are a part of the Fight Talk podcast, and I want to get their their plug out there, so... Check them out. You can find them on Facebook and on Twitter. Search Heroes and Legends. I believe Heroes and Legends or Heroes and Legends collectibles, Heroes and Legends action figures, anything along those lines, and you should be able to find it no problem. And I will get something more official to get out there soon. I just don't have it yet, but I want to start giving them credit because they're great people and they're helping out the podcast. So thank you guys very much for listening and helping out the podcast, and I will be back soon. Thank you. The episode you just heard of the Fight Talk podcast was brought to you in part by Vacated Title. Vacated Title is an elite design and lifestyle brand for wrestlers, promotions, and wrestling fans. VacatedTitle.com will be launching soon, and check out at Vacated Title on Twitter for the latest updates. The Fight Talk podcast is also brought to you in part by WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is back with their WrestleRumble WrestleMania Pick'em Contest. And you already know what I'm going to say over to WrestleRumble.com right now and make sure you're following them at WrestleRumble on Twitter for your chance to win their Wrestlemania Pick'em Contest. Check out these prizes. First place, $500 cash and two tickets to SummerSlam. Second place, $200 cash and two lower level tickets to Money in the Bank. Third place is the same as second place, $200 cash and two lower level tickets to Money in the Bank. 4th through 10th, get $50 cash. That's 5-0. $50 cash. Go to WrestleRumble.com right now. Place your entries. If you like playing contests, you like fantasy booking, you like thinking about pro wrestling, who's going to win, who's going to lose, you're constantly sitting there just like me on the couch going, I bet you this would happen and I bet you that would happen. I bet you this, I bet you that. And you're telling your friends, you're telling everyone who listen, you're on Twitter tweeting it out. You're letting your thoughts be known. Well, guess what? You can win money to do that at WrestleRumble.com. Check it out. WrestleRumble.com, Wrestlemania, Pick'em Contest, and follow them at WrestleRumble on Twitter for your chance to go to SummerSlam and Money in the Bank.